0: what y'all thought we was fucking done, nigga? How the fuck you expect the realest fucking podcast to not come back, nigga? And harder than ever, huh? The hardest, the realest podcast in the north, the north, the northern hemisphere, nigga. And we just getting started. You heard? <laughs>
1: Why they call me the ghosts? I'm half live, half dead, and when it's beef, I bring all of the toast And I got more guns than most of New York And I ain't got to say shit, cause the toasters are talk Holiday styles, ignorant nigga, trade pound, four pounds, still tearing off your ligament, nigga. I'm the hardest rapper out, bitches digging the nigga. And like anybody who beef Can swim in the river. When I walk through the door, all the children are shiver. It's like he's so gangster, y'all so pussy. I murder y'all and so y'all don't push me. All I know is going through hell. Blum on the shell, I got down so hard I thought no one to tell. But I was damn wrong. I hold it down like my man's gone. I shoot anything I get my fuckin' hands on. To leave a coward, niggas bloody like a sand palm.
0: What's up, what's up? What the fuck is up with y'all, man? Huh? Y'all must have thought. Y'all must have thought. I think y'all fucking forgot just who the fuck we are, huh? The hardest motherfucking podcast. This can't be a podcast. Welcome to This Can't Be a Podcast. The realest motherfucking podcast in the Norman hair. Harris- See, when I say it fast, I can't do it. The Northern Hemisphere, nigga. South America, North America, Australia, Asia, Europe, Antarctica, nigga. Africa. Huh? Africa. Blood Diamond. Blood Diamond. Yo, shout out to Rihanna, man, for being. It seems like every time I wake up today, man, it's, it's, it's somebody new becoming a billionaire. That's going. That's the next thing. Remember, when you used to grow up be like, "Yo, I'm gonna be a millionaire with a with this big house and all that shit." It's like, yo, today is, yo, nigga, everybody waking up becoming billionaires, dog. Like, these fucking, I don't know who is using this shit. But somebody has a fucking bedroom full of Fenty or that shit that Kardashians be using. Uh, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, everybody, all these women, all these rappers, singer women. They are all dropping some type of eyeliner. Cheek liner. You know what I'm actually surprised? I'm actually surprised it's not one of them women selling ass implants and titty implants. You would think that shit would be like, you know, you got some that, excuse me, you got some that might endorse it, but you would think, and and you would think that there would be like a line of like ass implants or with titty implants or some shit like that to where it's like, yo, you could sell like, can you imagine Rihanna selling ass implants? Like she has like sixty percent in some type of ass implant shit and she like never mind. I'm I'm overthinking that shit. But like I said, man, growing up, you just you just wanted to be you just wanted to be somebody that has some bread, who has some money, with a nice crib, a two, three car garage with some whips in there, all blacked out, Audi with the black interior, maybe a Benz or something like that, with a Jeep Cherokee. Today, people waking up be becoming billionaires so quick today. So in about, in about 20 years, man, well, I'm not even going to say about 20 years. It's happening right now. But in like 20 years, it's going to be the norm. That billion. Yo, Jeff Bezos just gave somebody a hundred. What's his name? Something Jones. Von Jones. I can't remember his name. Gave him a hundred million dollars. Yo, I wish I can call one of my homies right now. I'm like, yo, I need a $50 million. You know what I mean? Hook up, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I need 50. I need 50 mil. Like, they just throwing this shit out like it don't be anything, dog. And look, we ain't been here for a while, so I ain't going to waste y'all time. I ain't going to bullshit with y'all. There's a couple things I want to talk about. Like, for one, that baby situation when he came out on stage at one of those festivals. I think it was Laugh-A-Palooza. I could be wrong about that, but he came out of one of those festivals. He was talking about all i I watched the video. He said, "If you don't have AIDS or you don't have HIV or something," and they they are trying to cancel the fuck out of him. Hard body. Thank God I I rarely listen to the baby anyway, because they're trying their best. Every time I wake up, there's a new festival. There's a new show. There's a new uh, promoter canceling this nigga from the show, like they took him off a playlist and everything. I'm like, they're trying to, and I'm not uh, agreeing with him. I don't listen to the baby music. I can't. I've been on li- a little baby. I've been on little baby because that nigga is hitting a hundred for a hundred. I haven't heard a bad verse yet. He's been putting out such good records. That he was on that dude record. With, with, uh, uh Damn, I can't even think of his fucking name right now. It'll get back to me. He's just been going off. Little Baby just been going off. But people have, for, for some odd reason, completely forgot about Doja Cat. I have, Doja Cat got some songs that I rock with. Got some songs that my family rock with. And I won't listen to her because she had did that racist shit when she was on, um... The live stream with the white dudes and she said, I'm not black and all that shit. I'm like, yo, that's to me, that's worse. To me personally, that's worse than what the baby said, because the baby was probably just in his moment. And he was just he just said some off. He just said some out of bounds shit. We can all make mistakes like that. But to denounce your fucking race, to denounce who you are as a fucking. Human fucking being. I can't respect that i can't get you I, it's nothing that i can do i can't play your music after that you're a black on a fucking camera with p- white people in 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 to say that you're not black i can't i can't rock out with that i can't that defeats the whole fucking purpose so i've i I've, I've quietly canceled that motherfucker I cancel that motherfucker. I don't listen to the baby. I can't cancel him. I don't listen to him. So there's there's people out there that do listen to him, and I don't know. I don't know what he said and what context he said it. I seen it on a clip on Instagram for a quick thirty seconds, and cause I just I, I kept seeing like pages and pages of people canceling. Them. I'm like, all right, cause I ignore this shit. That's what I've been lately When it comes to like everything I just ignore it I just bypass it That's not my whole point of being on social media I'm not really tripping too much about that shit But I've seen so many people canceling them I'm like yo I gotta just go back And see what the fuck is being said Or what he said And it's like all right, I understand why they canceling them now Because of the shit that he said So you got to be careful. That's the only thing. That's the only thing with certain things that you say. You got to be careful about this shit that you say, dog. Especially today, because you just never know. Not even never know who's listening to you. He's at a festival with 100,000 people that haven't been outside because of the COVID protocols. So you outside, you got to watch what the fuck you saying, dog. Because you just never know, bro. And the baby is not one of those... A uh, artist that you can put out music and that nobody's going to critique in any way. You see what I'm saying? So you just gotta be on point with that shit, and that's why. And that's why you gotta give. And I'm not saying it never happened to them, but that's why you gotta give guys like Nas, guys like Jay Z, hell, even guys like Drake, when they was on their way up, Kendrick Lamar, when they on their way up. I don't know if is there is their PR team. I don't know who the fuck it is, but they maneuver past all of these cancel before it was even called cancel culture. They maneuver through that shit like a motherfucker, dog. They maneuver through that shit. Drake was in blackface. He just maneuvered through that shit, and I don't know how. He lost a whole battle on some the blackface on some Jim Crow shit and it did matter for a quick a, a, a slight second cuz Pusha T not only showed that he put bars behind it so it held weight a little longer than this the baby shit might and anything goes but when it comes to those big artists and it's is is a is a a, a a presence you have to maintain appearance that you have to maintain you got to know what and what not to say and if you do slip up Because we are humans and we do slip up. You just got to know how to maneuver that shit, dog. And you just have to go around it. The difference with the baby is he's he's easier to cancel because of his rapping style. He raps the same way. You see what I'm saying? So it's easily to cancel him. It's easily to put him on a back burner. Now, you would still be on the Internet, and the thing with the Internet, the presence of people are there no matter what because it's like, okay, he might have lost a million followers, but you got multi-followers on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok is where it's at right now. You got multiple people, multiple millions of people in there. I mean, it's only so much you can do with somebody except uh, unless you were back in the day with Millie Vanilli and they found out that they wasn't right in their shit and they found out they was bullshit. They completely canceled them. But it was nothing they can grab on to because they didn't have any foundation. The thing about today's music, you don't have to necessarily, your, your foundation is how big you can make your social media audience. That's the foundation. So you might lose a million followers, but if you still got a million people fucking with you, or even a couple hundred thousand, that's really all you need. And these people ain't really trying to make platinum albums anyway. 20,000, 50,000 people buy your album. That's great for the baby, bro. He will be able to do his shows, he'll be able to go overseas. That's what I'm saying. So cancel culture is a can, cancel culture is a little different than what it used to be because today people got something to hold on to. They got something to call their own. Unless the social media, Twitter, and all that just completely block you off of their shit, that's a difference. But if you got that, you you still kind of got like a safety net in some way. So, but anyway. It was a couple things going on here and there. I'm not really sure where I want to start at. I just started at the, the baby situation. But like I said, I wasn't going to keep your hair for long anyway. Just be careful what you say and how you say it, man, because you might feel as though you that person or you build up enough rapport with people that it won't bite you. But it do. And I know people say you get that money back. But yo, if you getting a hundred, two hundred thousand for these shows and within a matter because you said something for 15 seconds, stop stop you from like your brand stopped, your brand dropped you, the clothing brand dropped you. All these festivals where people get a lot of money off of those, like you lost a few million dollars, bro. Like that might not be nothing to somebody who has the money. But that's still a dick in your pocket. And the one thing billionaires don't like to do is lose money. They would rather kill you than take a less to take anything less than what they supposed to be getting. If not more, if they feel as though they supposed to get more. So you have to start thinking like that because that's the only way the mistakes are going to happen. Is how you maneuver through them. It's how you bounce back from them. So I guess we just got to wait to see. How he'll bounce back from it. And hopefully he will. You know what I mean? He got kids. He got a family. So let's see how much he bounced back. But anyway, I was watching this. And I didn't want to. But the thing about me is, especially with this podcast situation. I have put myself in a situation where I don't necessarily think about cert- certain shit. Or my all time. But what I, what I found out with this podcast shit. In order for people to, like, really be in tune, you have to have some current events. You have to be rocking out. So I sat and listened to a few snippets of that 6 9 interview he did with um, Wack 100 and shit. And, like I said, I, I don't know what's going to happen to the kid. Maybe nothing might happen to the kid. But I just feel like they're going to rock him to sleep. And when I say rock him to sleep, I don't mean they're going to knock him out or anything. Like, no, what I'm saying is What I feel as though We would have done If you got beef with us And you scared to come Or you are scared to do that We'll send somebody up there To talk to you I'm Like yo just go Go rock him to sleep He'll talk to you Feel like you, you, You'll you start being comfortable with him You'll start thinking That's your nigga That's your friend And everything cool And then Some bullshit have just happened So Look, I was watching, I was watching some um, a clip, right? It was about two ten minute clips. Those are the only ones I watched, and the boy acts, the boy act, one hundred act six nine. Yo, why did you rat? What was the point? And he was, he basically said what everybody already know. They was fucking my bitch. They was trying to kidnap me and all that shit. And Whack 100 was like, yo, dog. if you was really from that, stop pump faking. Stop acting like you something that you not. Because if you really had a problem with with, with, with what they was doing, you would have stepped to them niggas. You would have said something. The reason why that shit didn't work for you because you ain't from that life. Because let's say, for instance, right, a hood nigga from the street, right? Let's just say some bullshit happening. At least he would have... The rapport he would have enough of that. He'll be enough from the cloth, to where you would hear him out. You see what I'm saying? It's a difference. Like, the respect was never there, ever there. If if what six nine saying is happening was happening, and I try to put my but anyway, I try not to. I try to put myself in certain situations and see it from a different view. Like what I had snitched? I don't think I would have. But I also wouldn't have went crazy like he was going crazy, bruh. I wouldn't have been telling everybody to fuck them. I wouldn't have been telling niggas to, yo, suck my dick. I wouldn't have been doing weirdo shit like that. That's the difference. And that's what Wack 100, I don't know because I didn't listen to the whole podcast. That's what Wack 100 should have told him. Yo, you acting like a, you acting weird. You acting funny. You acting crazy bruh if you pull back and just be who you are as a person and maybe that's who he is a lot of that shit might not happen to you dog because it's it's the energy that you bring you can't be telling the gangster that yo suck my dick fuck you niggas running down on niggas blocks when nobody's there completely just disrespecting a motherfucker and then turn around and be crying about the fact that your homies is fucking this bitch when you are not even really from that life like that. Nah, nigga, you got to earn this shit, dog. Plain and simple. Some niggas is born in it. Some, some niggas don't have to do as much as the next man to to get in it because he was raised in it. The situation that I... I'm basically, and I didn't have to do too much of being jumped in and doing this and having to maneuver like this and like this because I was kind of born in it. I was on the block before the niggas came before it turned into a whole shit. I was already on the block. So when niggas came there, they already see me. It it became a familiar, it, it became being familiar with somebody. And then I just started rocking and riding and handle my own as a, as a, as a young as a young dude Try to maneuver through the bullshit And that's what happens If you keep it solid. But if I was out there Acting crazy like that Telling niggas to suck my dick And doing this and doing that Yo something is gonna happen eventually bro I don't know what it's gonna be Maybe you don't want it to be your bitch Maybe you don't want it to be your mom But niggas is gonna try to fuck your moms Niggas is gonna try to fuck your bitch and your sister if you have one. That's just what it is. It's fucked up. It ain't a great place to be in, but it is what it is. The shit happens. And you just better hope that you build up enough rapport so it won't happen to you. Plain and simple. You just better hope. You better hope that you you garnered enough respect in the game to where that shit won't happen to you. It's really just that plain and simple. So I know that it's, 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 it's harder for people to wrap their head around. And I see the kids say, man, what would you would have done when you would have told if they would have did this in that dirt? No, I wouldn't have because I don't think I would have been in that situation. So it's hard for me to even put myself in his shoes in that in that way, because I just wouldn't. I can't expect for me to go crazy like that and then expect nothing to happen to me. Like niggas is trying to fuck your bitch without you trying to, without you acting crazy. Niggas is trying to fuck your bitch without you selling, telling niggas to suck your dick and without you being ratchet and all that. Niggas is trying to do that anyway. So add, in, add insult to injury, where you're really not from here, where you really not about that life. On top of probably being a cornball low-key, high-key now, you out here going crazy. What the fuck would you expect? That's just the game. That's what I always tell my people. Charge it to the fucking game. The problem that he had was, and the situation he found himself in was, and this is why he told the, the, the situation he found himself in was, he got put on by these niggas. But they was already being looked at by the fucking FBI's, bro. The ATF, they was already on a top from everything that I've been hearing. They was already on their top. So he got he got put in the mix to where them niggas has probably been together for 10, 15, 20 years since the sandbox. And you just got in here for a year or two. That's that's why he told. I don't think he would have told if he was from that and he was raised in that. That's the difference. That's why he told. He didn't tell because they fucked his bitch. He didn't do that because of this, that, and the third. No, he told because they was already watching him. He was only there for a year or two, and they put him in a they put him in a tough spot. I don't think. I think Takashi Six Nine would have told without them kidnapping him. Without them fucking his bitch, they would have told, dog. He would have told. It it don't matter. He would have told. All, he would have told without that. He just got there. He started making all this bread. He was going to tell. Even if he was a cool dude, chill, he, he would have told because he ain't been there but for a year and a half. Not even that. It seemed longer than what it was but he was he was going to tell regardless bro so like i said i don't i don't really try to watch this stuff or listen to this shit but when it comes to like making podcasts and being up to date on certain shit you kind of like got to dabble in some of this shit that you might not necessarily care about or even want to talk about in any form of fashion and i think he would have told no matter what I think he would have told no matter what. He just started getting money. He just got his family out the hood. He would have told no matter what. In my opinion, it just so happens his girl got fucked and all that extra shit and it just made his his it, it made his choice easier. It didn't make him have to think about it. It don't make him have to feel bad about it. You know what I'm saying? But he would have told regardless. But anyway, I was watching some shit on, um, I was watching like a debate show on like, uh, it wasn't about sports, but it was a sports person being interviewed. And, um, the guy was saying, you have to be specific. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Charlamagne, the guy was like, yo, in, in his book, he was saying, yo, I get a lot of these guys coming up to me and saying, Yo. Can you put me on? Can you put me on? And he was like, yo. I'm okay with you. This is, I'm adding my little two cents into it. I'm okay with you coming to me saying, yo. Put me on. But you got to be specific. The word of the day is be specific. You know what I'm saying? Be specific on what the fuck you want. And how you want it. So if you come to me and say, yo. I'm trying to be on, I'm trying to be a part of this that you, okay, what are you good at? Are you good at typing? Are you good at reading? Because what you might be good at, I might have somebody that's already as good, if not better than you there in that spot. 50 Cent said it too. Yo, these guys be running up on me saying, yo, put me on, sign me. But you don't have no motherfucking, no, no start an end to this shit. Like if you're not great enough to just be on with your own energy and who you are as a person and you're and you working hard, if that don't somewhat get you on, it don't even cost that much to put an album out on iTunes and Spotify shit. It don't even cost that much. It's almost it's almost Better for you to do it that way, cause I've done made more money off of my music than I actually paid to put it on a motherfucker, on those services. But it's it's, it's literally about. So anyway, I'm getting off. I'm getting a little bit off a of topic, but with what, what they was trying to say is be specific, get to the point, and be specific. Don't just say I want to be on. Don't just say I want to do this. And don't have no specifics and don't have no real goals and don't know and don't have no real trail on how to get there. Cause when you go to a bank and you ask them for a loan, what are they gonna do? Cause that's all these record labels are is a fucking loan. Get you some paper, maybe so that you can get some ice and look the part. So when you go to a bank and you wanna get a fucking a, a, a business loan or something like that. You got to have a whole thing. You got to have a book, a folder, you got to look presentable, you got to bring you got to have a start, a middle and an end. You have you have to have an essay of the details and the detail of the details of this the situation that you want to have me give you or some assistance with. So the word of the day is be specific with what you want in life. When you praying to God, be specific. You know what I'm saying? When you talking to somebody, be specific. When you want to be put on, yo, be specific. Don't just say, I want to be put on because I'm a good. Yo, what can you bring to the table that the next man can't? But look, what if you can bring the same thing to the table? What are you going to do that's going to outshine this? Whatever the case may be. If you out there in the streets and you already out and about, you don't really need a record label today. You you really don't need one. You really don't need somebody to put you on. Everything that you want to do, you can literally go to the internet. Now you might need a little quick loan for something like, all right, all right, I need a thousand dollars to start up to start up my uh, my shirt business, or I need a couple dollars to start up this or whatever you decide you want to do. But you gotta have a. a a plan for that You gotta put You gotta put together Something that you're gonna want You know what I'm saying And how you going to uh, Get people to get to Whatever you're doing To get people to To, to focus on that Specific situation So like I said I didn't want to keep y'all too long But being specific Knowing what you want out of life And getting it done and having tunnel vision, a lot of us get sidetracked. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, shit, you have a great excuse. Uh, an excuse is an excuse, whether it's a good one or a bad one. But sometimes you get sidetracked. That's just the truth. Especially when you got a family. Especially when you dealing with people in your family that got illness, or you know your mama's up in age, or your grandma, and that's the person who raised you, and you just want to be. You know what I mean, it's like. Sometimes situations do happen to where you have to alter your plans Even if you have a set plan on how you're going to do something Even if you put it in a fucking binder With a hundred pages filled with what you was going to do from birth to the end Things happen, man So be specific so you know when you do get off a topic You can come right back and you don't lose spot You don't lose your place You know what I'm saying? So Anyway, I didn't want to keep y'all that long any fucking way today. I didn't have much to talk about just to let y'all motherfuckers know we back like we never left. And that's just plain and simple. But um, I love my peoples out there because y'all still been listening to the podcast. My numbers is still going up. Don't ask me how this podcast shit really do work. The hardest thing about this podcast is. Is getting paid from it, but it works, man. People like to hear your point of view on some shit, and this is just the first podcast back from taking a few months off. I actually recorded a podcast two days ago with my with my shorty, and I just haven't posted it yet. But I'm going to post that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm starting to figure out how to maneuver through this shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yo, uh, holla at your boy. I hope y'all are doing good out there. I hope everything's going good out there. And yeah, we back, man. We we fucking back. Plain and simple.
1: I got, I got a hundred guns a hundred clips nigga i'm from new
2: york new york i got to a semi-automatic that spits next time if you talk
0: wait a wait minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute what am i doing we gotta talk about that we gotta talk about that jaded kiss that the locks in the dip set how y'all gonna let me fucking forget that what type of what yo what type of podcasters and podcasts that oh, y- y'all gonna be and not putting not letting me know I, I I forgot about that, yeah. Anyway, to make a long story short, Jadakiss won that motherfucking battle by himself. A lot of those records was Jadakiss records without the locks on them. I don't think people realize that. He beat the dipset as a group by himself, hard body. Jadakiss, from the first joint he did with Fabulous, I already knew he was going to be Fabulous because I already knew that. Because the only Fabulous music I listen to is the Soul Tapes. Those are the only ones I listen to. He might have a few here and there that I might rock with, but the Soul Tapes is the only ones that I really, really rock with. But Jadakiss has been doing this since Biggie has been alive, bro. That was 96, 97. And he just been writing records. He been on a whole bunch of shit. Jada Kiss got some new joints. Jada Kiss got some new joints with Nipsey, with Pusha. That's oh, 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 I Got some bars on them joints, bruh. Jada Kiss alone won that motherfucking won that battle with just his energy, with his presence. And you don't even, you don't even know, you don't even notice that a lot of them niggas was, (laughs) a lot of them niggas was 50 years old on that motherfucking stage, bro. Styles P is like 46, 47 years old. Them niggas is not young bucks up there, bro. They got, they got breath control. They smoke weed all the time, but they got breath control. They know when to cut in and when cut out. That's profession, bro. That is years and years of putting in work, nonstop work, a million mixtapes, a million albums, a million group albums, single albums, and writing lyrics for people. Yo, respect is respect, bro. And you don't realize how, you don't realize how, like Cam Ryan do have some drinks where he's spitting. But you don't realize how bad those verses are until you sit there and listen to them and say Laffy Taffy, Maffy Maffy. I'm like, I'm out, bruh. I was watching it on a smart TV. got this shit called Fit or Fight, F-I-T-E. I downloaded it on a smart TV. And I couldn't fast forward or rewind that shit, bro. But it's like, yo, some of it was cringeworthy because I'm like, yo, some of these bars are not good, dog. Joel Santana held his own, though. If I had to pick my favorite, it was, on Dipset, it was Juel Santana. He the one who had the bars. He the one who was keeping them up. You know what I'm saying? He had the bars. He the only one out there who really had bars. Now, Jim Jones became a little better lately with the bars. If you listen to some of his newer albums, he's gotten better. But as far as, like, bars holding weight and from early 2000s to now, Joel Santana. But the only problem is Styles P and Dedicus is harder, bruh. They wasn't Laffy Taffy. Yo, they wasn't a lot of records. If you listen to a lot of those Dipset records, it was all bitches sucking their dicks. That's If you listen to a lot of them I'm telling you right now, that's what a lot of them was, bruh. When it came to Jada and Styles, they was talking street. Shit dog They was talking hard Shit bruh Like seriously So it was It just hit harder And in that setting In New York It just hit Different It just hit different dog So Obviously you already know Who I think won Yeah Jada and the locks They won I literally watched it twice Since it came out On YouTube and shit and I replayed it on the smart TV. They they, they let you replay it on a new fight app that they got. They on like Thriller slash Fight app or something like that. You can download that shit. I didn't know you can download. It's a it's some weird shit on there too. I don't even know. It's like weird fights of people that you never heard of and shit on that app. Obviously, I wasn't there for that. But yeah, um, the Locks won that one, obviously, because of the energy and the the confidence that. Jada kiss was just spilling out bro congrats man Jada kiss won that shit bro plain and simple and anyway i'll let y'all later man You i got a honey guns to honey clips Ooh, nigga i'm from new york new york i got
2: a semi-automatic that spits next time if you talk you talk and i know y'all niggas is pussy your vagina your monologues getting tired now it's time to ride a print dish you you're no longer desire to take off them silly chains. Put back on your wife, I'm on fire. Holly dipped in octane. Let East Coast bang, let West Coast bang. And rule gon' bring the ghetto gospel to every hood possible. Pushing through in the sky blue. Back with the God you now. Preferably the four-pound. Slugs flying at the speed of sound. to catch the ears of niggas that's running their mouths. I might get my Brooklyn niggas to run in your house. I don't really understand what the running's about, but we hunters, we take pride in airing. I pray out. Leave them laid out dead and just for sport Cause we ain't playing up here in New York I got a hundred guns and a hundred clips Nigga, I'm from New York
1: yes. New York And <laughs> you can tell the way the homies Woo. spit That nigga, I'm from New York New York uh, I got a hundred uh, ways to make a uh, grip Yes, I'm yes. from New York. I'm New York. And you can tell I get real ignorant. Cause nigga, I'm from New York. I'm New York. And this is how we do. Nigga, I can see the coke in, in your nose. nose. This ain't the movie, even he got his head blown on the globe. And I was just about to find God. God. But now that Mace is back, I think I'd much rather find him another. And everybody talking crazy how they AK sit. But we don't disinvestigate, And They ain't spray shit. shit. Not me, I'm a truth homie. Got the industry shook like nah, nigga, Joe gone. let him loose on me. Truth. Story, I'm bringing the team back Even Roy Jones was forced to lean back My lean nigga Dre said grind cook now we're killing them hard, niggas said I must've found punch rhyme book. Got bitches on top of the Phantom, and the pinky got bling like the ring around Saturn. Could come crack, nigga sing for that, and you already know the access where the team be at. I got a hundred
3: yeah. guns, a hundred clips, nigga. I'm from New York, New York. Here, yeah, rough riding, deep and shit, nigga. Fuck what you thought, you thought. Can't take shit for granted, cause life is too short. Too short. Yeah, got a hundred guns, a hundred clips. Um, Nigga, ums. I'm from New York. Um. This is how I I swear do. it couldn't be sweeter. Uh-uh. Life's a bitch, depending on how you treat her. Yeah. You might get rich, it's guaranteed you're gonna die. And you might get missed for maybe two or three hours till they light they spliffs And that coke could get you a long time. But when I let them know the dope is out, it's like America online. Ooh. Wise is awoken. And you know they say that you deserved it whenever you die with your eyes open. I still hold a title, cause I'm in the hood like them little motorcycles. Stick up kids hopping out with the old rifles, yeah. just doing shit for nothing. It's so so uh, spiteful, I, I'm just like you, the word that niggas want to murky was in the air, uh, a double shot of yak and the purple is in the air, uh, and I'm not cocky, I'm confident, so when you tell me I'm the best, it's a compliment, I got uh-huh. a
1: hundred guns, a
2: hundred clips, nigga, I'm from New York, New York,
1: and you could tell the way the homies spit, that nigga, I'm from New York, New
3: York, I got a hundred guns, a hundred clips, nigga, I'm from New York, New York, I got a semi-automatic that spits next time if you talk,
1: <laughs> and this is how we do.